Hausman, WrestleZone. It is September 13th, 2017. I am Nick Hausman at WZ Rebel over on Twitter. And joining me in the co-host seat today, talking all things pro wrestling and punditing, Kevin Kellum from 101 WKQX Chicago. Kevin. How are you, Nicholas? Welcome are you, back. Are you enjoying Chicago's Indian summer that we're experiencing here in September? Just it, wonderful weather. Indian summer? Yeah. You ever heard that term before? I think that wasn't that a movie? It was. Okay. And is that the one where it's like never winter? It, it's like it's a bunch of 20, 30 somethings who don't have their life together, go to a camp and, and things happen. And things happen? What? Aliens attack? Zombies? Hordes? Uh, break the fences down? No emotions. Emotions happen. <laughs> Sounds lame. <laughs> Am I enjoying this Indian summer? I'm enjoying it more than the pitch you just gave me for the <laughs> film Indian <laughs> Summer. I love how I meet you like, hey, does stuff blow up? I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> how many Transformers are there? They got CGI in that movie? None. No Transformers, no CGI. <laughs> Just emotion. Just Who gets hit with a chair? <laughs> the summer of our lives. The Indian summer. Now, are they actual Indians or are they like Native Americans? No, I think they're... Pe- 20-somethings from the city. I, I just remember there was... You look it up. If no Indians? Just white people and an Indian summer? That's racist. If you're listening... <laughs> if you're listening to today's episode of The Daily, please tweet at us a link to the trailer for the film Indian Summer. Yes. Hashtag WZ Daily. On Friday, hell, maybe I'll try to break some copyright laws. We'll play the, tra- <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll play the trailer for... Indian summer here on Fun Friday. I love how these are the things that are like the number one complaint in the iTunes comments or something like that. It's like, why are they talking about wrestling? Then they get into politics and other stuff. Yeah, well, we're not getting into politics. We're unfortunately getting sidetracked by the film Indian Summer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's get into it here today. Uh, We are going to be talking a lot of pro wrestling. Now, I've changed up the format here Mm -hmm. since the last time you've been on. uh, I I don't have to do five matches every day. Because sometimes I felt like I was forcing stuff in, and then I'm you know wasting time on things that aren't really the news of the day. So I pick as many matches or segments as we need to discuss the news properly. Now today, though, for the first time since I've changed the format, we have five matches. We had a lot of news actually drop here in the last 24 hours. Oh yeah, plenty last night from WWE. So we're gonna grapple with five different pro wrestling news subjects in the last 24 hours, and at the end of each match, if we so choose, and most of the time we will, we're gonna pick winners and losers of these matches. I still need to know: Do I grapple with these topics? Am I grappling? You're grappling, Kev. All right, I have to get in my my set motion. Yes. All right, let's get to it here. Match number one. What are we grappling with? Let's grapple with Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon. What do we know? Kevin Owens provokes. Shane Shane McMahon into attacking him last week on SmackDown by mentioning Shane's children. Owens didn't retaliate physically. He instead opted to sue the company. Shane McMahon was suspended, and Vince McMahon was set to confront Kevin on SmackDown last night over his actions. Here's what happened. After Vince ran down Owens about being a coward for suing the company. and not You're a ma- coward. Not manning up. Oh, we'll get to Vince's rage towards lawsuits in just a moment. He then, <laughs> announced, he then announced Kevin Owens taking on Shane McMahon inside Hell in the Cell at Hell in the Cell. Uh, Kevin Owens asked if he could put his hands on McMahon. Vince said yes, and then he proceeded to beat the living hell out of Vince McMahon, start with a headbutt that split Vince open right down the middle, right between the eyes. Uh, Hulk Hogan, of all people, took to Twitter this morning. Brother. Praising this angle, saying that Vince really showed these younger guys how to get somebody over. He also said, sell brother sell, in reference to Kevin Owens, which (laughs) I thought was very clever for Hulk Hogan. Uh, And then, of course, we had a report here from Dirty Sheets uh, on WrestleZone, as I report all the news from WrestleZone. They said that Shane is being given a key role 
because Vince sees him as a big attraction. And Vince thinks that Shane's boosted WrestleMania sales when it was announced he was wrestling. And uh, it also notes that Shane's deal requires him to be the SmackDown GM, wrestle two matches a year. He received $1.8 million for his first year on his contract, plus about three hundred grand in royalties and bonuses. Oh, man. He came out. And that is that is all of the news around the McMahons and Kevin Owens. Let's start the clock here. Yeah, Vince. Oh boy, uh, I, you just gave me the numbers. I didn't know those numbers. Shane's cleaning out, man. For a guy who's like a pretty much a part time guy, he's like, look, I gotta live the gimmick. My song starts. Here comes the money. All yeah. right, you ain't gonna give me a tuna sandwich. All right, you, know, you can say whatever you want about Shane. I know a lot of people, uh, some hardcore fans of the 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 bloom has come off the rose since he got back to the company. What now? Two years ago. Uh, it's been about, yeah, I think about a year and a half, two years ago. And saying that when he's there, he gets to have these big matches, and he kind of hurts himself, and he's not a properly trained wrestler. Does not hurt himself. Well, so he, he puts sir, himself on the line, puts he, his life does, on the line. He does very um, uh, irrational things in the ring. He does uh, very dangerous things. Caution goes to the wind when Shane McMahon is there. Risk taker. Yes. Uh, I remember I was listening to the Adam Carolla show last week. Chris Jericho was on his big book tour, and he spoke widely about how angry he got with Shane in a match at Survivor Series. Oh, yeah? And how uh, Shane potatoed him in the ring. And and, and uh, Chris Jericho, who signed to WWE, which is owned by the McMahons, gave Shane a receipt in the good, ring. Good. And just popped him. And Shane knows that. And Shane has been around this and understands the risks. But he's getting paid handsomely to do it. Oh, yeah. To do very limited matches. But when he's out there, you know he's going to do something crazy. Well, and yeah. So they're going to put him in the cell, you know, which is a natural fit for Shane because that's what everybody wants from him, jumping off tall things. But I think the twist here in this match is that KO is going to be the one going off the top of this. this I agree with you. I think Kevin Owens is the one who takes that big monster blockbuster bump. Uh, Yeah. He's not going to let Shane have that moment. Kevin's going to take this moment right now. And I think we'll see a different kind of Shane McMahon cell match. Honestly, and and it's an attraction. This is an issue that has been built up for quite some time. It's similar. It's similar to the AJ Styles issue that we saw kind of culminate at, at WrestleMania. And that was surprisingly one of the best matches on this past year's WrestleMania. Uh, maybe the best match of WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and it, it delivered, and it was fun, and it was different, and it allowed AJ Styles then to become a babyface again. All right. And so, I like this. This this is a real issue that I like to see culminated in a cage. All right, so Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon aside, let's talk about Vince here for a oh second. Oh, boy. Now, here's what I loved love. Loved it. Here's loved what it. I like about Vince. Like I said, let's get into Vince's hatred of, like, lawsuits, right? Because <laughs> that... I feel like the man, he wrote all of this for Kevin Owens. He scripted all this just so he could cut this one promo about how much he hates gutless, spineless lawyers. Lawyers. The world would be a better place without him. I'm mad at Shane for not kicking your ass more. Baron Corbin, (laughs) you don't like our doctor? What are you going to do? Lawsuits. Hide behind your lawsuits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this this isn't going to be in the court in even a year. I like that. As soon as he started talking about how he was going to tie people up and make them spend their money and make them go bankrupt, do you know who I immediately thought of? Who? Punk, of course. I don't think that we've ever heard of oh, an Oh, wow. In- you, you, that's a good connection, yeah. I don't think we've – have we heard an end to that lawsuit with him and Cabana? And- uh, we haven't. You know, maybe that's we another. Haven't. No, we haven't heard anything. So I think speaking on it from some speculative point when there's nothing new to st- talk about. Well, we would at least probably know if it was over. True. Right. Or settled. So exactly right. So for Vince to say this, my immediate thought was, God, this man and CM Punk just do not get along. <laughs> and I hope I hope they get settled because I I think Cole Cabana is a guy who's really getting burned in the middle on that. Are you surprised that Hulk would come out and praise Vince's? Pr- I was a little surprised considering you know. 
yeah, two Hulk. years ago, that would have been almost unheard of. Oh, just because Hulk's not with the company right now, and he got it, he got <laughs> Unce- let go. And- unceremoniously fired for the company, called a racist, and removed from WWE yeah. Studios movies. Yeah, taken from the website. Uh, but I think I think uh, Hulk may not have another role in the company again. But he understands that his star was made there, and, and sure, he he also understands why he was let go. I don't think he's he's hey, you know, I don't think I don't think Hulk Hogan is a dumb man in that regard. <laughs> Look, you know, all things considered, Hulk Hogan's situation now is. You know the 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 community, the environment around him is much more supportive than it was when that you know the Gawker stuff originally and, broke. And so. I, I also think he said a, a racist, ignorant thing at a point of a point of vulnerable weakness when he was on camera in a private discussion. That doesn't wow. mean it was right or good. It was awful. Uh, but Vince last night was very entertaining. Very this was, was yes. This was undeniable. Vince was on fire. He delivered those lines with pinpoint accuracy. He had such fire and and virility for a seven year, 70 year old man also i like me some old man way up the calf business socks that vince had on man yeah those shoes it was all like green he's super irish he's super into his irish roots now yeah. as he's getting older yeah like, all I, irish. I, wanna, I need a pale irish man when he gets hit you can see it bruise on the skin that's why seamus has been so prominent for Come so many on, years so, Hell in a cell. I wanted him to say that. He didn't say it. Though. So uh, we were talking before we recorded, of course, Vince bled from the head. It looked, I mean, that looked like a stiff headshot. I thought he busted him open. Do Legit. Think, do you think they could do like the, I've heard of some people doing the gimmick thing. Well, maybe they'll, they'll cut before and they'll do like a soft tape on top of I'd it. I'd have to go back and look at it, but I don't. It looked really good. It looked, I mean, to me, I don't know. Look like he it popped was, him. It was, it was like just enough blood. And it wasn't like a gusher or anything like that. He didn't like have like the crimson mask, but it was just enough. Also, Vince d- took three things. He took three moves. Right for a seventy-year-old man, he shouldn't. He should have just took the headbutt and Kevin Owens walked out of the ring, and it would have been just as effective. But now it's just like, ooh, Shane's gonna hurt you, dude. And well, and Kevin Owens, like, kind of part of his thing is that he's like a grown-up little kid being a wrestler now, right? Like he always talks about how he loves the action figures. He showed off his. Big Show shirt on Twitter after <laughs> Big Show and Rostrovan had that match. So, like, for me, like, I can only imagine that Kevin Owens is in the ring with Vince McMahon there, and he's like, oh, my God, it's like the video game. I get to beat up Vince McMahon now, and he took advantage of it. It was, by far, heads and tails, the best thing I saw in WWE all week. Kevin Owens, best talker in WWE right now. I think so. Uh, he's a guy where I'll watch this segment. Better than Miz. Better than Miz. Yeah. Better than Cena. I, I, he's in that league. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's tough. There's a couple good talkers I, right now. On SmackDown, he's the best guy right now. I okay. would say he, on SmackDown, he's the one who's delivering those those 15, 20-minute promos, and you care, and you want to boo, and you want to see someone come out there and punk him. And, and and Shane, I think, is a guy who can convincingly do that just because he's Shane McMahon. He's he's of the McMahons. Of, uh, of the McMahon McMahon. Of the McMahons. <laughs> and I loved uh, the simple provocation line of don't talk about my kids. You know, like you, you cross that line, you know, that making it personal grudge, put it in the cage. I like it. All the notes are simple and played very well, like an ACDC song. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So that'll put a button here on our conversation about Owens and the McMahons. Uh, it is the end of the match there. So who won? Who wins here in Owens versus the McMahons? Everyone. I, Everyone I, wins. I'm, I'm not going to allow you to get off that easy by just saying everybody here. I, I think the real winner here is. 
is Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens is the winner because he has all the heat on him going into this match. Oh my god! And uh, now the 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 leverage now leans towards Shane to respond. And how many more weeks do we have to the pay per view? Sense of anticipation. You want to see Kevin Owens in the cell with Shane McMahon. I, Kevin Owens is the winner. I You're think right. I think it was Shane uh, Strickland who was on last week uh, from MLW's One Shot who said that it was interesting. It's an interesting time now for Kevin Owens because he's always kind of been paired. With somebody, right? Yeah. Like he was with Jericho for a long time. Before that, he was Sami Zayn for a long time. You've never really seen Kevin Owens just stand alone as, a, as an independent star in that upper mid-card main event picture, taking on different challengers, creating his own persona. This is all KO, and the, Shane will go away after this. Kevin Owens will still be there, and he will be a bigger star and will become a bigger attraction for them. But who loses here in the Owens versus the McMahons? Is there a loser in this situation? Other angles on SmackDown. They kind of pale in comparison. Mm. I think the loser here is now Jinder Mahal, who's your oh, WWE man. champion. The actual champions on SmackDown lose. Y- y- yeah, and because none of them have an issue that's as electric as this. And I wouldn't say they're losers. They were losers in the sense of this kind of is more sure. of an entertaining storyline. Well, the SmackDown in general is just getting more entertaining. So, again, yes, Overall. everybody's winning. But if we had to pick a loser... In comparison, yes. everything other than Kevin Owens loses here. Yeah, and, and those are good storylines. They're decent and they're fun. But in comparison, it's like, no, this is the coolest thing they've had since uh, probably since early midsummer stuff. Uh, all right. Match number two. What are we grappling with here? We got five matches today. I'm uh, into it. Let's no, ride. No time limit. But, you know, we'll we'll see how the longest goes. Match number two. The New Day. What do we know about the New Day? Rumored plans earlier this year that WWE was going to have the New Day break the all-time tag team record holder, which is currently the Dudley Boys at nine times they've been the tag team champions. The Twitch here last 24 hours, of course, last night on SmackDown Live, they took on the Usos in a Sin City street fight, and they won the tag team titles for the fourth time by beating the Usos here. Uh, Let's start the clock. New Day, back on top. I enjoyed the match. It was really, really fun. Uh, very good night. A very good episode overall of SmackDown. And this was a highlight. This yeah. was a really brutal, down and dirty match. They broke kendo sticks. They went at each other. They used a handful of things in a limited way. And the finish comes with a big table splash spot. Uh, it, it, the Usos are an, a highly underrated well, team. And that's the thing is we'll cut right to the winners and losers here. This match doesn't need to take too long here. Great match, right? Yeah. New day back on top. Uh, the winners here, obviously, I think... Uh, you know, as much as the New Day are the winners here, I think the Usos are the winners here too. Because if they're if the goal here is for the New Day to become the most time tag team holders or whatever, you need a rival, and that means that the Usos are also going to rack up tag title and, wins and, here. And, and you want to talk to you about the losers? The losers to me are the raw is the raw tag team division right now. Yeah, because they don't look as electric. You don't have two teams right now at the top of that that feel as imposing or their you know horns are clashing as much as you get from the Usos in the New Day. I love the rap angle they did with Wale. They're great. The matches they've had on pay-per-view are exciting. Maybe they're getting to the point where you can't do two more two more of these big matches, get some distance between these guys and maybe light them up again later I, this I, year. I say let them run, man. I'm not tired in New Day Usos. I like watching these guys go back and forth for every reason you said. I don't know I, I mean, I guess there's, you know, Brazango, which we'll get to later. You know, they're obviously very popular, but New Day they're, they're baby faces right now. Brazango's always going to play second fiddle to them. You know, who's that other top heel tag team? Of course, I saw Gable Benjamin on SmackDown. I was like, F yeah, they're going to get their shot here eventually and as well. And that's a team where people said, oh, these guys are just slotted together. They're like a knockoff team angle, blah, blah, blah. 
I see them getting together and getting better. Just every time, there's just too much talent there, too much skill. Well, uh, I, th- I I think they're gonna get they're gonna click at some point. I, like I don't know lo- when. I like them a lot, but I can't help but think poor Charlie Haas. The man is not. <laughs> the man is not. I don't know. I think he can still wrestle. I think Charlie Haas can still wrestle. So. I don't know if he wants to. Is he is he still active in uh, the world of wrestling? <laughs> I gotta find. I get Charlie Haas for an interview. I'm gonna get Charlie Haas. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Charlie Haas. Reach out, man. Um. Uh. But yeah, you know the. I think that it's interesting you say that the Raw division would be the losers here because, you know, on Monday night I was watching Raw and uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, who I consistently forget are the tag champions. Those are two former world champions. I I consistently forget that they are the tag champions on Raw. And they had had one of the best matches on SummerSlam. Because they're single stars. Yeah, I'm like, what? Wait, that's right. I keep forgetting. These guys are a tag team. Them and Cesaro and Sheamus stole the show at SummerSlam. I thought it was great. But they're only losers in the sense of the storyline with with New Day and Usos and the matches overall have been so good that you just expect the next one to be really great. Yeah, the bar is not connecting the same way that either of these teams are. But in the same way, I think that's a good thing because competition creates more motivation to to have a better show. I think the club is probably woefully underused. They are underappreciated in this time. But going back to the main event here before we get to the next match, the Mm -hmm. main event on Raw... Uh, you know, they had the tease of you got to find two partners for this main event. And I was like, well, it's going to be the Hardys because they're the only <laughs> tag team. And I, it wasn't like a surprise, right? It was like. That's another thing. The Hardys yeah. are on Raw. But still, the, the, these the, a team like New Day, which is in the microwave culture of Raw and SmackDown where the shows are on TV. Yeah. And there's so much content where these teams are featured in pay-per-views, too. And there are so many well, live events. You would think the New Day had run its course you, a year ago. you got to remember that they were supposed to have the revival in the mix right now, too. Yeah, and you know those, both those guys have traded off injuries there, so that's unfortunate. So you know maybe maybe Raw does need an influx of you know War Machine or Heavy Machinery, not War Machine, Heavy Machinery from NXT would be great. Uh, Authors of Pain, long overdue, I think would be good for a main event run. Interesting. There's, yeah. t- there's teams where we need to go, is uh, what I'm saying. Sanity. Uh, if you want to talk about uh, the, the, the brand split doing good for the rosters right now, I think it's doing good. Side note here before we get into May Young uh, Classic, which is our next match, NXT tonight. Like, legit, I, I don't usually do a preview for NXT, like a formal preview on WrestleZone, but they're doing Pete Dunne versus Wolfgang for the U- UK title. You got a strap match. Ruby Riot's looking for a partner to take on Billy Kay, and uh, what's Billy Kay's partner, the other girl there that looks like exactly like her? Iconic. <laughs> the iconic <laughs> the, duo. The iconic duo. And then they've also got what's next for Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And I was like, that's an hour. That is a one-hour show to me that I'm probably going to go watch because that's quality programming there. So if you're complaining about WWE not delivering well, for you this week. Well, but that's what I'm saying is right now, then you factor in the things I just said, authors of pain. Yeah. You factor in uh, heavy machinery. You factor in sanity. You mm-hmm. factor in you know what the buzz is going to be after this Mayhem Classic. NXT is a hot product right now. That's Absolutely. What I'm at. And, and, right. and a couple months ago, it didn't feel as hot as it does now. All right. We've, we've talked winners and losers from match number two. Let's roll into match number three. May Young Classic last night, live finale versus featured... Uh, Ky- Ky- Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane? Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane, sorry. Kyrie Sane versus Shayda Baszler. Baszler. God, effing their names up. Baszler in Vegas. Uh, Sane won and is now going to fight for the WWE NXT Women's Championship at TakeOver Houston. I've read a report from Pro Wrestling Sheet saying this is probably going to be a multi-woman match at TakeOver in Houston to determine the new champion following Asuka dropping the title. Uh, now, you watched the final, right? Mm-hmm. I have... My, here's my issue with the Mayon Classic. I don't like how it was rolled out. It didn't grip me, and I felt I feel bad that I now have to like take a whole weekend to go back and, and relive all of this. I'm happy for 
Uh, Kari Sane, you've only seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, I mean, I you know I know Kari. She's the one who drops a big elbow. She has some good bouts. She's a yeah. pi- she's a she's an anime pirate. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, I know. That's accurate. I'll say I was surprised she lost to Shayna Baszler or Baszler. You thought Baszler would be the investment that the, they would want out of this thing just because of her Ronda Rousey connection, correct? Yes. Uh, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey's main girl, one of the four horsewomen of MMA, rumored to have a match at some point in WWE. That's a whole other match. The May Young Classic finale last night was only half an hour. Surprising that they would do that, but they took it out of the controlled, uh, smart-heavy environment to Full Sail University's soundstage studio and put it into a live arena after a SmackDown. Uh, but they made it feel big time, really, really big time. And they had a lot of big stars there. They had people from Glow. Uh, Ronda Rousey was at ringside. All of the big names from WWE's women division were there. Asuka was there. Charlotte. They were all there. Hall of Famers. Beth Phoenix. Asuka. Dana Warrior was at ringside. Uh, they had an Olympic gold medalist, a woman whose name I can't recall, uh, actresses. This felt like a big deal. And WWE had yeah. Shane and Stephanie in the ring. Uh, they were there to, to show that this is a big deal and that they have an investment in this. And the match itself was very, very good. I wouldn't describe it as great, but it told a wonderful story of Baszler being a brutalizer and Kyrie Sane being this lovable fighter from underneath. For someone who doesn't speak English, she connected with an arena instantly. She knew how to get them into everything she did, and that big elbow, when she hit it, boom, they, went, they, they popped hard. And it was a really, really exciting match, and they made it feel like a big, big deal. It, it was fun to watch, and it felt like a really solid culmination of something that kind of took its while to get going. Not as fast or as instantly, uh, instantly electric as we got from the CWC last year. Now, uh, let's talk to Mayan Classic here. Big winner. Was Satan the big winner here, or do you think somebody else got an even bigger rub than I her? think women's wrestling in general was the big winner here. And who yeah. lost? Who and lost? Who lost? Uh, who lost is the women in WWE that can't have these type of matches. Uh, uh, you know, that's another thing is you, you do this boutique tournament and you bring in all of these underground talents and a lot of them are very unique, look different. They have Piper Nevin, who's a very large woman. Who I very think, large woman. But, I'm sure but, she, she, that. She's, but she's large. I bring up large in the sense that she has the same type of body type that you would see in uh, Nia Jax, where she's not the most definitive. I like she's not the when when people say WWE female superstar. She's not the first person that comes up, but wrestles better than most and looked better than most and carried herself better than most. So you you raise the bar, and you saw it with the CWC. A lot of people say this with NXT when they have a really exciting five-star, you know, tough bell-to-bell match. And people say, oh, how come I can't get this on Raw or SmackDown? Because it's not designed for Raw or SmackDown. It's designed for hardcore fans like you and me, and this is why you pay those extra $10 a month for the network because you get these boutique things that service you like that. Well, speaking of your $10.90 or $9.99 a month, what you're getting, uh, we'll roll into match number four. You're also getting 205 Live as part of the WWE Network. So last night they did three and a half hours of live television out of Vegas. They did SmackDown, then they went to the Mae Young Classic, and then... 205 Live. I got to go. I got to watch this as well because the show actually sounded pretty engaging. Now, it's a weekly show on the network, obviously, every Wednesday night. The big twist, uh, two big twists last night on 205 Live. Jack Gallagher has turned heel, uh, attacked Cedric Alexander, and is now siding with Brian Kendrick. Also, Brazango appeared arrested Drew Gulak in the middle of his PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Drew Gulak is a great promo guy. I, yeah. I, I enjoy his talking. Yeah, I, I think get, he's very funny and engaging. Yeah, let's get to it here then. Yeah, Drew Gulak, I think, you know, I think Drew Gulak is very entertaining as well. I like that Microsoft actually responded. Did you see this? What, what do they do? Microsoft on Twitter, like Microsoft, <laughs> at Microsoft, okay? <laughs> this is what blows my mind. 
Drew Gulak, like WWE at WWE puts out a tweet that's like Drew Gulak showing off his PowerPoint <laughs> <laughs> to how to make 205 Live better. At Microsoft sees this. Yes. Whoever runs at Microsoft also is good at uh, Photoshop. Not surprising. One of the biggest software companies in the world. And I don't know exactly what the graphic looks like, but it was like a play on what Drew Gulak was doing. And like <laughs> Microsoft was like, what's slide number three? Right? <laughs> it was just so bizarre. I was like, where, where, what's going on right now? At Microsoft is commenting on 205 Live. Yeah, why not? What is happening? Anyway. I enjoy uh, Gulak's PowerPoint presentations and his anti-flying, yeah. his, his, his pseudo-political campaign I, I like, to stop people from jumping off the top rope. Or middle rope, for that matter. That's no a, middle rope. That no is, ropes whatsoever. That's even worse than a top rope. <laughs> if you jump off the middle rope, what are you doing? He, he had a match where they moved him into the corner and he had to like leap off, and he just went all the way down to the first rope and left off there. Yes, he's great. Drew Gulak, very funny man. Uh, but, okay, so... I'm going to take this route. We don't have like a ton of time here. Sure. Jack Gallagher, why the hell are they turning this guy heel? This guy's definitive baby face. He's bubblegum. He's all action figures in the world for this guy. Yeah, and it's the I, – I would call it the biggest booking – head scratcher that the drum was 205 no, I, live. If nothing else, I was not thinking about Jack Gallagher coming out of the show. I'm like, at least I'm thinking about Jack Gallagher. True. And, and maybe that's the point is we we're supposed to provoke your attention this guy again. But <laughs> my thing is the guy was able to connect with crowds. Why don't you just let him get over? Yeah, exactly. And Brian Kendrick, ultimate tr- cult leader. Why is anybody following Brian Kendrick, right? He's I, I would love to see Brian Kendrick with uh, Bray Wyatt or somebody like that. You know, like I'm run all hand about in hand that. With him. I'm all about that. Brian Kendrick, he'll stab you for some beans. <laughs> he, you told me that. Like, when we were watching CWC, that he had a real, like, he'll kill like, you. like, 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 trucker, like, get down dirty, man, I'm going to fight you at the he's bar. More like, he's more like a train drifter. Yes. Right? He's, he's, a, he's a rough, grizzled drifter. He's a drifter. Not like Elias Sampson. No. Like, like, Wicker Park drifter. No. Like, scary Stephen King drifter. Like. He's, not, he's, not, like, he's not a crust pump who chooses to be homeless. He's, right. he's homeless by survival. Other side of this, what the hell is Brazango doing in 205 Live? They're not 205 or under. And I think 205 Live needs personalities. That's why Enzo Amore is there. That's why Titus O'Neil is there. That seems to be there. the initiative, right? Enzo yeah. plus Brazango plus action. Is that enough to get you to tune in? And those guys are smaller, too. They can have matches with those guys. They're in that weight range. They're not far off from that. I'll be interested to see. I'm, I mean, they're so good. Why not have them on SmackDown? Kevin Owens was like, no more fashion files, and it got heat because people like Brazango that much. It, that is something that caught on so quickly. In, in the same way that New Day, when they started, you're like, oh, I don't know if this I is going to work. I, I think, again, like I brought up earlier, I think Brazango is secondary to New Day. And if you put them next to each other, New Day's like, no, we're the funny tag team. And Brazango's like, okay, well, we'll go be the funny tag team on 205 Live now. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, who won here in all of the shenanigans coming out of 205 Live? Who's the big winner? I think 205 Live is the winner in the sense of you're, we're talking about it. You know, and so it's a political. Sh- you don't ever pick people. You're like, here's an idea of what won. Oh, well, okay. All right. So I think a winner here is Drew Gulak, who, who gets who gets the rub from a big company like Microsoft. And who's the loser here? The loser might be Jack Gallagher. I don't know if he benefits from that from that character change. Hashtag WZ Daily. Let us know if you uh, agree or disagree. All right. Last, last match here, we're going to grapple with the GFW media call. By the way, if you want the full audio from the GFW media call, uh, that was ha- that happened yesterday. It featured their current creative team, Big John Gaborik, Scott Demore, Sanjay Dutt. It is available on uh, Wrestles on Radio on iTunes and on IRWNetwork.com. Go check it out. It's about an hour long. Uh, so they had this media call yesterday with the creative team. First of all, that's weird. For yeah, right. W- can you imagine WWE being like media? Come on in. Let's talk about our booking. I remember when they did something where they had WWE writers do a panel 
at Comic-Con and it, it, there was no filming of it, but there was just pictures and people talked about it. And I was just like, they're doing that? That's cool. I'm okay. I'm okay. I, look, honestly, the curtain's gone. I don't care. Okay. Here's the twist. Yeah, you're right, because we, we're doing daily podcasts about the direction of every wrestling angle in the world. Here's the twist. Alberto El Patron, coming out of the call, Alberto El Patron, they confirmed he's coming back to the company. He's going to be a bound for glory. There's currently, uh, there was a rumor plan, I guess, that he was going to wrestle Mysterio, but they haven't made a decision yet. There's, if they would welcome the discussion with Mysterio, but they're not announcing it. Uh, there are no plans to continue uh, mentioning the sexy star Rosemary storyline on TV, even though they did this, this week or last week. Uh, they are also uh, still issuing no comment on the Jeff Jarrett issue, and there's other tidbits here. But yeah, more importantly, why? Why I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, I get why they're doing it to create buzz, but I don't get it. Well, I mean, from your from your perspective, wrestling media, you're something you're covering every day. You want access to these people to talk to them well, about what's going on with the company, correct? It, it reminds me very much of like a White House press pool, like uh, daily press briefing, where you know somebody stands up at the front of the room. And we can ask them whatever we want, right? And part of that is actually very cool. Like, that's very newsy. I appreciate that. I almost wonder what a weekly WWE media call would look like, where we could be like, hey, there's all these rumors out there. Yeah, which squash, is exa- them, squash them or address them. Exactly. Or like that. Is, this, is, this, is this BS, or is this something that you are actually has your attention? That's all a press briefing is at the White House, is this is what they're saying. Do you want to comment? That's I, all it is. I think the real problem is... I don't know. I know that Eli Drake is the GFW world champion. I don't know who the other champions are. I don't know what the biggest angle in the company is right now. I don't know what the main event about for Glory is. I don't know when they're going to be in my town next. There's so many things you don't know about this company. The things I do know is this scandal happened backstage, and this happened at this, and this person suing this person. And it just feels like this, for lack of a better no, no one in particular a lot of different people like there's just this cloud hanging over everything involved with this company sometimes yeah uh and you know what rather than us picking the winners or the losers i'm gonna just go ahead and do a cheap plug here to wrap up the show i just dropped the latest episode of bischoff on wrestling this morning eric will tell you you told me about this eric will tell you who's winning and losing in this in no uncertain terms eric bischoff tells you exactly who's winning and losing eric came and lose this week uh heads up there is some explicit language in this uh, week's episode regarding... On, just objectively from you, Nick, what you told me secondhand, I would say this is something I want to listen to the second <laughs> it comes out. It's very... It's already out. So you're oh, good. To, it's, uh, I'm literally getting on my this, phone right now. This moment, it. go over to iTunes, subscribe to Bischoff on Wrestling. You can catch it uh, right now. Also on iTunes, of course, subscribe to WrestleZone Radio. I'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of WrestleZone Daily. We have another MLW one-shot guest co-host. My co-host tomorrow... Tony Schiavone. Oh, boy. From What Happened When, former WCW commentator, sat alongside Eric for many years. We're going to talk to Schiavone tomorrow on the show all about the wild world of professional wrestling. Remember to use the hashtag WCDaily over on Twitter when you talk about the show. We'll read your feedback here this Friday. Uh, if you want to catch me, uh, no, or September 23rd, later this month, I'll be down in Crown Point, Indiana at Black Label Pros, the Darkest Timeline Championship Tournament, Phase 1, doing commentary alongside Gregory Iron, myself. In the, in the 219. Is that the 219 area code. That's where you're going to be. How did you know that? Come on, man. i got to know my local regional broadcast markets, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, also, Viva La Wrestling 3 happening November 19th. Have I told you what we're doing for Dude, this? that sounds so, like so much fun. Like an all-day wrestling party, you right? You saw the post, I take it. Oh, dude. Have I talked to you about this? I want the details about this. I'll tell you a little bit right now. I, I, we've gone a little long, but this really is badass. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting the poster made this week. We're going to have more details next week. But it, it really was. Here's here's the real story behind Viva La Wrestling 3. So Marcus Crane and I, 
we just pretty much like we wanted to do one show every three months because that's pretty good for our pace. He's very busy doing wrestling. I'm sure. very busy doing this. But I w- it's like a craft beer, right? Marcus and I, we want to be in the business of creating our own wrestling. You can't beer. get it everywhere. You can only get it now and then. It makes it special. Marcus and I also like to drink a lot after hours, which is typically when we do our business planning meetings. So I've, I've drank with you. You like that a lot. Have you drank with Marcus? I have not. Uh, you should get us together. Quite a, <laughs> quite a pair. Quite a pair, Marcus Crane and I are. So Marcus and I, we get together. And we're trying to pick the date for the next show. I was like, I want to do it around Thanksgiving. That's three months from now. We can tie it all in on that. Football season. Reggie's is great. They are like, whatever. They're a great partner. So we settle on November 19th. The decision, again, Marcus and I admittedly made while drinking. Now, it's a Sunday. <laughs> you booked it the same day as Survivor So Series. Marcus and I, we realized after I, and here's the thing. So I'm sitting at Emporium in Logan with Ross Berman, our good friend Ross Berman, about, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. The Folk City Hustler. And I'm sitting at the bar drinking with Ross, yeah. and Ross looks at me, and he's like, yeah, this next show sounds like a lot of fun. I was like, oh, it'll be awesome. And he's like, it'll be interesting to see how it does. And I was like, well, why do you say that, Ross? And he's like, well, you're going head to head with Survivor Series. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ross was like, yeah, that's the same day as Survivor Series. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, that's really bad. <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's so like... <laughs> When you're like, it's two o'clock in the morning, you're drunk, you just call up the venue and be like, we didn't yeah, check give us that date. Well, it was more like they didn't know. The ve- we called them the next day and we were like, does this day work? Took a couple days. Reggie's didn't know. Reggie's was not like thinking, should we check the WWE schedule? Yeah, d- they didn't pull up their WWE network feed to see when the event was. So I felt so bad for, <laughs> I felt so bad, immediately felt bad. For for <laughs> Reggie's, they gave us this, we, you know, we have a sweetheart of a deal with the venue. They, like, went out of their way to, like, help us get this date. You, you don't, you need to dub in right now so, the, the theme song from uh, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> He's, like, coming in, like, right now. So, I go, this is, I'm never going to retell this story again. This is already taking too long. So, I go back, <laughs> I go back to Marcus, and I'm like... I'm like, Marcus, uh, we effed up. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, we booked the show on the 19th. We're going to head to Edward Survivor Series. And he's like, whatever. We have different audiences. And I was like, whoa, wait. No, agree, kind of, whoa. yes. Hang on. I was like, but that's pretty dumb. Like, to run against a big four. So after a day, Marcus agreed. He's like, that is pretty dumb. We're not going to do that. So what we're doing, mm-hmm. and for also, uh, I have a sweetheart of a deal with Duffy's to host viewing parties for their big four, uh-huh. which would be me going head-to-head with another event that I also booked the same day wrestling-wise in Chicago. On the other side of town. So here's how we're going to tie this all together. We're going to open the doors to Reggie at 3 o'clock. Reggie's at 3 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we're going to start Viva La Wrestling 3, which has a name now. Actually, do you want me to announce the name of the show? I would love to hear it. Okay, we're calling it Viva La Wrestling 3. Pain on the cob. That's, <laughs> that's the name of the show. There will be an all-you-can-eat hamburger and hot dog buffet. Will it be corn on the cob? Uh, that actually probably. Yeah. Okay. Now that you bring it up, sure. Why not? Yeah. But because it's all-you-can-eat hot dogs, we're gonna have a hot dog eating contest. We're gonna have all kinds of different things. There's gonna be it's a whole mess of activities. I'm getting the poster released next week. I'm saying more than I should right now. All right. But four o'clock, pain on the cob will start. It goes till six thirty. At six thirty. There will be a shuttle bus outside of Reggie's that you could get on with the cast of Viva La Wrestling. Take your drink. You can drink on the bus. We're going to drive you the 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes up Lakeshore Drive 
to Duffy's where they are showing Survivor Series for free. Get off the bus, get more booze there, drink for another three and a half, four hours. Ross is going to host that party. Then afterwards, there's the shuttle comes back. You get back on, keep drinking on the bus. We'll drop you back at Reggie's around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. We're going to have a post-Survivor Series party there. The show will be about 10 and a half, 11 hours long. Wow. To end. Yeah. Wow. So so this has got to cost me like 80 bucks. This is such a, such Kev, a wonderful everything, everything I just said. Actually, if you want the all-you-can-eat buffet, it's 20 bucks. But if you don't want the buffet, it's only $10. So you're telling me, I, at most, I'm spending $30 on a wonderful evening no, of no, wrestling no, and no. fun. $20. Because for 20 you get the ticket and the buffet. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Everything. And you get the shuttle. No no extra cost for the shuttle. You just got to buy your own booze. But I'm, not, I'm not doing the hard sell here, no, guys. No, I'm in. No no overhead. You don't have to pay a ticket to get into the viewing party at Duffy's. That's included. It's $10 for 10 hours of entertainment. We I can literally measure the value of it in hours. One hour equals a dollar. So uh, wherever you live in the greater Midwest, maybe take that Monday off. Sure. Get on down here. We're going to throw the biggest, most badass party. This is the coolest kid wrestling party that you can be a part of. Yeah, and, and the poster is coming out next week. We anticipated rolling out all these details next week, but, you know, if you heard it here, you got a little scoop there. So that's what's going on in Chicago on November oh, 19th. Dude, come on. I'm going to be nope. there. It's going to be a hoot. November 19th. Uh, all right, that's the end of the show. That's all my announcements. I'm at WZ Rebel. Kev, what do you want to plug, promote, put over here? Sure, you can follow all the stuff I'm writing for 101 WKQX, one of the best alternative rock radio stations in the world. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio on our app. App as well you go to 101wkqx.com and you can read my articles there i also want to say take a second by the way to mention that reggie's through all of this and me having to like renegotiate the time of the show we're actually like way cool about it they were like whoa yeah you guys are gonna do a day show that means we can also book a night show there since you you're go. taking everybody out of the venue to go to this other viewing party so everybody literally won in that story i just wanted to make sure that was very very clear Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow with Tony Schiavone. Goodbye. Bye.